Hello there, and welcome to this episode of the Be More Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Maria. And today, actually, I think I know what I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, Associate Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I, this. I literally was like, we're going to end up here anyway, so it's so good. I was like, it's fine. We'll just let it happen. Rest in peace. There's a lot happening in American politics right now that, like, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a documentary from CNN that they filmed two years ago, or they released two years ago, that's on Hulu, <clears throat> called RBG. Have you seen it? I have not. It's, like, an hour and a half long. Me and Kate watched it last it. night. Um, it's basically, like, how she got into the Supreme Court and, like, her, her life, basically. It's, like, a biography thing, but... Um, but I was talking to my sister, and I feel like education on the Supreme Court, well, education on civics in general, and like our general government functionality is like that, but I had to explain to her what the Supreme Court does, and like how it functions, and I'm just like, ugh, this is the problem with, with like America right now, is like, especially during an election year, like no one knows what the hell is happening, and how our government functions. Yeah. So... <clears throat> But in essence, I think with her passing away and like the new, there's a vacant seat in the court, Supreme Court, like there's a lot of debate on whether or not a nominee should right. like, who should have the right nominated. to nominate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, my thought I is. Heard... Oh, okay. go ahead. Tell me this first, then I want to ask okay. you a question. My thought is um, Mitch McConnell back in 2016 when Obama. When Justice Scalia, rest his soul, honestly, in 2016, passed away during an election year, Mitch McConnell and a couple, I don't know if it was him and like a couple other Republicans, but I just remember it was him, said that there shouldn't be um, a nominee up during an election year. It should go to the next president, like the, the vacancy in the Supreme Court. So we're seeing that again, but I have a feeling that they're gonna go back on their word <laughs> to try and get this this what? bill. This presidency <laughs> has never done that before. What are you crazy? <laughs> That's my I I think that they're I mean as early as next week is what I heard. He's he's gonna put up a nominee. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will I add that- though I will add though last thing. Obama did did nominate someone during twenty sixteen, but the Senate sat on it. Like they didn't vote on the nominee um and they only voted on when trump came into presidency his nomination so it was literally just like they obama put out a nomination but never went anywhere right so what were i know that she had specific wishes that she wanted do you know what they were i had just heard that yeah um i heard a specific i heard that her granddaughter I think said that her grandma wanted her seat to be vacant until the next president comes in. That was her wish, but I mean, that's just her wish. The government can do it. I know. That's what I was just saying. That's like, I was like curious to know what it was. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what's so frustrating is that we just have to watch. You know, he laid it out. <laughs> but like, that's like the only, the only thing that we have influence on is potentially the person who gets to be in the presidential seat. Mm-hmm. We but also have so the power to change Congress, but I don't think anyone votes. Not 
any, I don't want to generalize, not a lot of people vote during congressional elections compared right. to- it's, it's already too late for us to say something about this. Like everything that we've said up until this point has put us in the situation that we're in. Like other, like all the decisions that people have been making collectively for this country have put us in the situation we're in. And now like, now it's too late for us to sit, like say, there's like no action that we can take as the people. Like we literally just have to sit back and watch what happens. And I'm saying there isn't any action, but you know what I mean? Like in terms of like yeah. the right like to, the t right, right. It's like kind of like that, sentiment yeah. and then it's also like the opposite side of that where it's like a lot can happen in the next couple of months at the same time i i really don't i feel like every other presidential election and i guess it really doesn't really it never really matters what i think because things can go whoo, in a totally <laughs> different direction but mm -hmm. i feel like you always have an idea like i always in my head or it wasn't you know that we could survive either way based on like Right, like whatever happens. Like I have whoever the same conversation with someone else, yeah. Yeah. It would be fine. Yeah. Like but will I they make like, policies that I like or dislike, sure, but at least like I know the country won't go to shit. Right. And like that's just been the whole way of the like the presidential elections always, right? Like someone yeah, always wins, someone always loses, the country whoever always goes wins on. usually is moderate. They they don't come with so much depth controversy attached to them. Right, you know, like, right. there's a couple things where we're all like, blah, but, like, at the end of the day, you're like, okay, we, we can, it's fine. Because at the end of the day, right, the people who understand the way that our government works knows that, like, they are just really the head of the snake, mm -hmm. right? But, like, yeah. knowing what the other areas of government do, we understand that those are the neck, right? And, like, sure. that yeah. we can have some sanity in knowing that, okay, like, these people can deal with this person, or, like, whatever. But, like, yeah from what we've seen and now what's going to be happening, like what stands on the line, <laughs> I'm very nervous about what could happen if one person wins. You know what I mean? Like there's more yeah. at stake almost and like there's more, right. there's a lot more concern attached to it, especially with the pivotal point of, you know, having this powerhouse who's not there and like you getting to fill a seat for yeah for, for like that young, position if it's a young person like they'll be there for decades for generations you know like and if it's a, that's what's more concerning is if it's a young person who's in the pocket of our current president yeah like that's just gonna get worse over the decade well, already, you know what i mean like the and he appointed two already during his presidency um well that's why i saw like a bunch of stuff on social media that was like well that's like people who, people who are like, well, we won, like, doesn't matter what happens in the next couple months, once this person gets, like, once this person gets, like, yeah. gets the seat, and, like, once this person makes a decision about who gets the seat, like, it doesn't matter what happens at elections, and I'm like, this is, I don't think, like, it's I, just, it's frustrating, because I'm, uh, it's, again, like, I don't know if people know the, the significance of the court system, <laughs> like, I, or like, because all we see is the president. Like, forget about Congress right now. Like, I feel like all we see is the president. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I yeah. Do, if I can like grab ten people from the street, I don't know if they know their. I don't even know our representative. Like, that's how bad I am. I don't either. I don't either. Like, <clears throat> like I'm like a little bit knowledgeable <laughs> on like the you know government stuff, but I still don't know our representative. Like in Congress, like I can. 
I don't even don't know any senators. Like, I can't even, off the top of my head, I can't even remember our senators. Which is just, like, a... <laughs> Which sucks for me, but then also, like, for everyone, any other person, like, I can bet but you... But then that's the, that's the, 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 the ass-backwards, like, popularity contest that, like, the president position has become, right? It's like, we... Yeah. It holds so much it shouldn't because again, right. no and checks and they're not the end. Right at the end of the day, the power isn't really like they have a. There's a lot of status attached to who they are, but the yeah. power isn't just them, and they right. have to go through a lot of other things have to happen before any decisions can get to them. So, it just seems like the people like the president being the person who's popular shouldn't be the person who's popular. It should be all of our local people who like we really know who we see more. Like, and it's not the way it is on social media. And I guess, in like in relations to other countries, yeah. I understand if the person that they know the most is the president because that's who's representing us, mm-hmm. which makes it even sadder when I say it out loud. But <laughs> when it comes to like within our country, the president isn't re- representing us within our country. The president's re- like the local governments are what's representing us within our country, but that's not who we ever see. No. And it's like like that whole that whole but that's also part of the problem with like the way that media works right like you get a president who makes so much turmoil who is such like a media star like that's who they're going to give the attention to not the little guy in local local government but it's like that's even though they're the ones making laws like right that's the ones like writing the laws yeah yeah i think uh, like it doesn't really help that you know when you try to go on to stuff like that yeah that's the public figure that everyone sees all the time Right, I feel like, is this Schoolhouse Rock or whatever? The the Bill, like, little, like, cartoon? Um, yes, yeah, Schoolhouse Rock. That's so funny, because that's, I'm doing, we're, like, trying to do that show this year. I, like, people need to just watch that little <laughs> cartoon for, like, a hot second, just to remind themselves who makes the bills, how the law gets passed, you know, all the checks and balances. Um, it's a very Honestly, though, like, let's be realistic, like, that you don't just have to watch, like, education, like, freaking, like, Legally Blonde talks about bills. <laughs> Like, it's not like it has to be such an obscure thing. Like, that's literally one of the first ways that I actually remember, like, I can tell you, like, what has to, ha- what has to happen in the yeah. process because of Elle Woods. Honestly, what an iconic film. No shame. <laughs> right. Like, really, though. Like, no shame at all. Yeah. It was one of the, like, and, like, it makes it relatable information because otherwise, when we're just talking about it with, like, mm-hmm. it's, fu- it's, uh, the processes are not fun. Like, it's boring information. And the way that we're taught about it is boring information. So it's like having something like that that's actually fun and entertaining. Like, I'll never forget Bruiser's Bill. Exactly. And, like, you don't have to go buy, like, five different textbooks on, like, government. <laughs> like, it's See, and that's part of the problem, thing. too. If, yeah. if that's the – something that is so involved, like, that we have to be so understanding of and so engaged in – shouldn't be like a secret that you have to be like a certain level of educated to know about you know what I mean like it should right. be public knowledge it should be very well out there and like you're right like YouTube is a great it's a great resource it's a great way to be able to understand it but again like who's getting encouraged to go on YouTube to under you know what I mean and also like, who has the time just, it's right? not like, right like, it's not what's being put out there like it's not what's being it's only highlighted during election year. right yeah. yeah and even during election year it's just a presidential again because uh, congressional seats go up every two years, so really it should just be a constant stream of this is what you should do every election, these are your candidates, 
et cetera, et cetera. And then we can get into the whole electoral college and like how at the end of the day, like you should really understand how like your vote means more with congressional votes and other votes. So it's like, you should really be getting involved in those too. I can really like, I remember in college when I was learning about all this stuff, I went, we were learning cause like high school civics and like middle school civics and just like, it's like lackluster. Like you don't want to fucking, like you don't care. You don't care because you don't I have think a voice. We were, that was the, don't you remember being in that class? All we used to sing, were you in that class with me when we were in eighth grade? I remember just singing boys like girls a lot and getting like things like markers thrown at us by our teacher. At that age, we you don't care. <laughs> like, right. it, what else I'm too is you don't have, at that point, like that's when you don't get to vote. So, <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> I didn't really listen. You like, we knew the basic, like, all right, there's checks and balances and like there's three branches of government. But beyond that, it's like, all right, there's a constitution. Like, we declared independence. Like, okay, like, great. But then, like, in college, obviously, in that, like, I could vote, like, all this stuff. Yeah. And like, I took a lot of these political science classes and I was like, oh shit, like, our vote counts more in the local and state elections rather than the presidential. And yeah. the electoral college is so archaic to me. <laughs> Like, that's my stance on the Electoral College. It's very archaic. But there was a court ruling, I don't know how many months ago now, um, that said that Electoral College members have to vote um, based on the popular vote in their respective region. And if they don't, then they get fined. Only Only some states actually had that as a law not all 50 but i think it was a federal thing this year that you have to vote in accordance with your popular vote in your region or whatever college that you have so at least that at least that yeah i mean yeah i get it but also the way that because i don't even know how the electoral college is split so fucking weird how it's like spread out and the way it's weighted too is like not yeah because like the population the way that each electoral college vote is not truly based on pop like popularity vote because of the way that's split so it's like the whole like bush versus gore thing back in 2000 that whole thing happened with florida that was i feel like one of the first times that i remember like there being an outright like okay why did this happen you know like an out like investigation into like how that had happened and that was the first time that I feel like I ever remember hearing people outright be like well this system like this electoral college system that we have set up is not like right not because like it just seems so like intuitively you think all right Gore had more popular votes like compared to Bush okay he should have won but the way that it split up by electoral college like he didn't Mm-hmm. So that's why I think everyone got voter discouraged because they're like, all right, my vote doesn't count then. And that's why there was a, such a bad turnout the following years, I feel like. It just keeps getting worse and worse because like, yeah. okay, this electoral college is still a thing. Why does it matter to me? And then that just discourages yeah. them not from the presidential vote, but also the local. <laughs> right. And I feel like that's the, we so, I don't remember anybody growing up ever telling us that how important it was for us to vote for local elections, for us to vote yeah. for congressional yeah. elections. I only remember ever people ever being like, once you turn 18, you can vote for the president. And that was like what was glorified. And yeah. that's part of the problem too. Mm-hmm. Is there like we, it's, it, and then it, then what's more frustrating is like you tell us that it's a glorified thing and then you all, like everyone feels really smacked in the face when you're like, well, this is stupid because if like the, you have the opposite effect, right? Like if mm-hmm. people start to feel like their vote doesn't count, then they're like, well, what's the point of this? But like exactly. you still have power in voting. It's just that it's not about 
it's not just about the presidential election, it's about all of the other elections that lead up to it. Because at the end of the day, and this is like the, I love, I heard this explanation a couple of different times, like the way you go on a, on a local level affects who sits, you know, who sits on the higher levels, who sits on the higher levels, yeah. all the way up to the presidency. That's how it right. works. And like, that's how it works. Focus on, we focus on like the top of that ladder when we down. need to be focusing on the bottom. The trickle down effect. Right. It doesn't work. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, yeah, and then and we get, <laughs> and then we get mad when something falls on our heads from the top and it's like, well, you didn't look at any of the rungs on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a part, it's a part of how dysfunctional the education, the system is and our, our education and our like instant access and how we see the system. You don't really learn how long these congressmen are in Congress until you take like higher level and it sucks that like college courses are like very like high school like I don't think it's in the curriculum to go into local and state you know and it's bullshit because we shouldn't be paying colleges to teach us that that should be free education yeah that should be all right like we the people like okay this is our government you have a right to this education yeah it should be taught to like you know high school kids middle school kids like every year um but not even it should be like a like a free access thing that people can like, like, like you know what I mean? Like they can above thing, like right, a, like they can just see and go to. And I mean, like you do, like you said before, like who has like people might not necessarily have the time to do that, but like giving them the information and and pushing. And we do that a lot more, like pushing why it's important. Like we have a lot more yeah. of that, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not as loud as all the other BS we see. No, it's not as loud as the presidential election, just the presidents in general. But so you don't really notice how long some of these congressmen are in congress for like they shouldn't be there's a term like you shouldn't be like a lifelong like politician like you shouldn't be like a career politician like you shouldn't be in congress for 30 years like when you're in when you first got into congress 30 years ago like politics is different like every every cycle so um people like aoc who got nominated and, and won like those are the people that should be representing the millennials and gen z people that are coming up like yeah. it shouldn't be a baby boomer you know like right. it shouldn't, like who's the, not at all in touch with the people who are going to be leading the country right correct and like if if it is like they're clearly not in tune with the general population that's why like i it's such a struggle looking at congress they're all still white old men <laughs> like the population is not white old men like it's clearly people like us and like you know yeah. BIPOCs and just like you know like it's not like it should be someone like younger now but again because they don't vote because people don't vote they just win the seat automatically that's the issue yeah so uh, <laughs> so everyone it's vote. just it's yeah it's just so there's so much depth and there's so much there's so many isms behind all of it like there's so much ageism and there's yeah. racism within it and like there's just like there's just a lot like mm-hmm. and i feel like it's what's so frustrating is like that's so much of where the the battle between the ages and the generations really comes from is because yeah. like when things when it gets to the point where it's like okay well why don't we have more younger people leading our country they're like well there's there they pull out all the people who are like the most ignorant of us right and they use them as representation of an entire generation. And then we're like, oh, cool. So you guys are stu- you guys are stupid and you're young and you don't know anything. So you can't do this. And then it creates a bigger issue. And then we are leading people who are so far like disconnected from and then you have like the right, this is why we have the fights about like global warming. 
is why we have the fights yeah. about like what's happening to the earth and like mm -hmm. and then the people who created the issue the generation that creates the issue continues to still ignore it and they're leaving behind whatever we have to deal with and like this is not this is not me saying like it's an entire generation's fault but like it is the earth wouldn't be in the situation it was in if the generations before us didn't make the choices they made and like right. you see the industrial revolution hasn't that. continued right right yeah. like we wouldn't be in these positions and like am i am i saying that we like our generations would have done it better like no like i understand it was it was the outcome of the times it was what came before them like the industrial revolution changed everything and we have mass production of everything and we just were like yeah. yay humans like great right but, like well what did that do have a right <laughs> like, but but that was the thing too right we were so focused on we were so selfish thriving on our own successes as a like an as a as a race yeah that like we didn't care about what we were doing to the earth because we couldn't see that far ahead we didn't have the science to prove anything yeah. so like it's not it's not about what happened it's about what's happening now and what decisions right, are being made now yeah and if you're choosing to ignore things and you're choosing to say like it's fine or you're choosing to say well it's your problem well then like you suck yeah, like thanks for right? that. Right, like that's like the, that's like <laughs> that's like the only thing, that's the only thing that could possibly be said. Like the temperatures that are happening right now, freezing. Like with and the fires that are happening right now, and like the yeah. things that we're experiencing, like the storms and everything like that. Like, uh, like this, you can't say like none of this is normal. None of this is normal, and like yeah. it's terrifying. And like if you don't choose to to really acknowledge the issue and just like with the systems of elections, with what's happening, yeah. everything yeah. that stems down to choices that are made through politics, if you're ignoring the bigger issues, you're gonna have, and race too, like you're gonna have this constant struggle. And it's the thing that is super sad is that too many people are not taught to actually get educated on things. Too many people yeah. are just ingrained to listen to what's told to them to mm -hmm. build their beliefs and their egos off of what's just spoon fed to them. And they're too, not to say they shouldn't be like, they're too trusting of like the people who give them information. Which is why I think, uh, at least for the education of government, it should be taught different. Because like, we're not at that age from pre-K to, you know, graduation of high school or whatever. We're not searching out more answers. We're just being spoon fed shit. And if all we can come up uh, like with, like, and we've been out of school for how many years, if I can just come up with checks and balances, the electoral college, and, like, just, like, basic, like, all right, the, like, the schoolhouse rock bill fucking cartoon, and that's all you remember of civics? Like, that's not right. Like, yeah. you know, like, it should be more. For a government that's about the people, yeah. it does a lot to make the people like it doesn't give the access and information to the people mm -mm. that it we're only it should yeah like it, the only people that really know about politics are the people seeking out the knowledge and which isn't right. or the fair people who are actually engaged have, in it. yeah and it's not fair to the people that want to know but don't have the time because of personal commitments right. you know right so they, there should be a better way to like streamline it into the experiences we're getting and that's the thing too like you like you said we we idealize being a president from like kindergarten right like what do you want to be when you grow up the president of the united states because we're told <laughs> straight up like that that's top. like the greatest that's the greatest position you could possibly hold in the entire world right and, and, and like, yet like supreme court justices have so much power and like kids don't think that 
that's attainable. Right, but, but again, that's not what we're taught, right? And you're not going to be like, oh, I want to look, I wonder, I wonder what a congressman does as a kindergartner. Like, you know, like no, no. the president's a person you see who gets a shiny little pin and gets their picture, put it on everything. And they're the yes. person, like you, that's a person you see, which again, makes it scarier for me to think that like in your head, when you go, who's the person who I want everyone to see that represents me, that we have the president we have right now. That, like, that summing, period, nothing else. No other decisions. If I literally just had to go, this person is the best possible option that I could pick to represent me. Or even, wait, not even best possible option. This person is the, like, the, the lesser of all evils. On the, evil, <laughs> that, one, that was like, the, That I would choose to put in. And that, that's the part that is utterly concerning to me. I mean, back in, back in 2016, that was the vote, right? Like, the lesser of two evils. Um, that's what ended up happening, and that's why, um, though he did not get the popular vote either, again, it's the whole electoral college's distinctions and whatnot, um, I think the sentiment was the lesser of two evils, and I think, again, I guess it's the same way, but, like, more, like, tenfold. But, and that's, like, right, that's the, again, that's the Actually, problem I don't with know the way tenfold, but, like, it's still the same sentiment, I feel like. Right, right? that's the problem with what the election the media around the election does, right? That's the decision, like the last election, that's what we were forced to, that's how like I felt forced to think. This and election I, already, this is how you're yeah. forced to think. And can I just say like, our system is a two party system. I don't, like yes, there are third parties, like yes, there's the Green Party um, and all this stuff, but I have such strong feelings on third party voting during presidential <laughs> elections. Like, <laughs> I just say don't do it uh, because that's less votes because, for for yeah, either party. You. I you know, yeah. like, if it's local and state, fine. Like, that's fine. You know what? It's better yeah. for them anyway if they win local. But and that's state. A, but, another part of the problem, right? Is like we say that there's third parties, but it doesn't like for in us the no. scale of thing. In the like, it's unfortunate. Things, like, you're just, just pulling away in, from. Yeah, Republican Democrat. Which is something that also needs to be dealt with outside of the election time. I 100% agree. I have such like, again, nothing against third party voting for state and local. If we're talking about the presidency and millions of people who vote third party, that could have been millions of votes that just swung the wrong way. Mm -hmm. People who are like, I don't care who it is as long as it's not this person. Mm -hmm. If you choose to do a third party, then you're more likely to encourage that person because anybody who's gonna vote for that person is not gonna change their mind. They're not gonna third party vote. So like and that's where it becomes an issue. Theodore Roosevelt in 1912. This is very this is a very famous case. Um, was running for president. Woodrow Wilson was a Democrat, but also half was also was a Republican. So Roosevelt wasn't running. And then last minute he was like, I'm running president so he split the republican vote so splitting it's i'm not saying like the third party i guess they do have that sort of power but like voting for third party is kind of like how roosevelt screwed up that election for the republican party because then woodrow wilson half went to yeah instead yeah. of filling the cup all the way up for the republicans it got split between two and the democratic cup right. was full and like sure third party voting isn't splitting it 50 50 but even if it's right. like a few percentage points you for like at least 2016 when it was so split that completely swung votes absolutely yeah, yeah. so like just just like things like that like again like our system is a two-party system 
Like, yep. I can't argue that enough, like, especially during yep. the presidential election. And it's like, that's the thing too, right? It's like, it's not, we're not saying that it should only be a two-party system, but the time oh. for you to try to make it not a two-party system is not, not when you're actually voting for the election like, because it's too, again, not. we're at the system of like, it's too late by that point. We need to be it's trying to make that happen way before the elections happen because otherwise you're, you're screwing with the, the votes. The makeup of the votes, exactly. Like, and again, it would be more beneficial for third-party voters to vote in their state and local. Yeah, like that's where all the resources sure. go anyway like to, to your state third party voting to me is just like don't vote <laughs> it's just like and like i don't yeah. even encourage not voting but like i yeah. like it's during a presidential election so much more needs to happen before these elections actually happen and it's that's not when people are excited or hyped up about them because that's not when the media is covering them you know what i mean like it's just it all comes again comes back to First of all, the fact that like large media outlets have way too much influence on our day, like on everything. Yeah. Everything, right. everything. Right. Not saying whether they're true or false, but have way too much power. Again, and I think because it's so scary to think about November. Like I just I just I haven't and like we're young, right? But like I can even feel with the older generations, like this is a pivotal moment in American history. And the thing that's so frustrating about it, I feel like, is the lack of security in what the process is going to be like still. And we're so close. Like, I just heard um, in my mm -hmm. town, somebody had just posted that there was, like, a drop-in like, uh, ballot yeah. box yeah. Like, placed outside of a building. And the first thought in my mind is, like, it's unfortunate, but my first thought in my mind is not to trust it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, because even when you just said that, I was like, oh, I don't know if I trust that, because who's making right. that? And like, and no, right, there, I'm like, there are pictures of, like, the pictures of it out there, like, and also, I don't just, like it's that. It's just, like, in the middle of nowhere, it's so weird. Having a public mail-in ballot, like, Dropbox, they can camp out there, and that's voter intimidation. Oh, I know. And, like, people, right. and, like, that violates the Voting Rights Act, in my opinion. Like, I just feel like if you're intimidating people to vote either way during election day like that's just a violation of rights like and people and right. you have like a public space to just drop off your ballot like who says that they're not going to ask who you vote for right and intimidate you who said, who's going to protect people in that and who's going to protect you moment. right which and is like, unfortunate because that's literally your basic right as a citizen of this, country, of this country to have that mm -hmm. there's a lot but yeah actually someone was posting about it and a lot of, of course people were commenting like who put that like how do you know that that's safe like who put that there because it's just like literally like on the side just there it's like public building all right and like, the fact that it's already there hmm. seems odd to me i think people are early voting anyway they're getting their ballots in the mail which right. is fine so i would just mail it back <laughs> who's been watching it through all and of who that has time? the lock to the you know like who has the key if it, there's a you know and, and the way, like, it literally, someone just, it's not like it's mounted to the floor. Like, it's literally just, like, this mailbox. It's, like, sitting there. What if you just so, like, carry it and just, like, vote? All, all questions. Like, all you need, like, all things that I'm thinking while I'm looking at this picture. And I was like, yeah. this seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, and, like, out of convenience, people will use that, right? Like, if they're like, oh, like, it's right there. Why not? And if, if they're saying this is legit, then I'll believe it. But, like, what if someone steals that? Or, like does something stupid, right? Like, that also is a violation of, you know, voters' rights, yep. but, um, yep. yeah, I, I think it's sad that the first thing we thought of was not to trust that. <laughs> right, like, that says everything. That right? says, like, a lot about, um, 
a lot about everything the voting system honestly just how how we're voting like i think it's just like very very ever since i really think it's ever since bush versus gore like that whole thing about the electoral college and how florida's votes and like they had to recount and all that stuff like and the supreme court had to vote and be like all right it was bush that won like i think after that like now that's also like that whole scenario also created a lot of plays on that concept of like voter fraud and like voting conspiracies and like mm-hmm. in like other outlets of like like shows and movies and things that we've seen like those are part of plots of a lot of things so like it becomes a norm to see these things happen yeah so like then within like a similar like within a democratic system so then the more commonly exposed we are to it the more we almost are like expecting of it or like the more we question what happens in real life because it's what we're so exposed to so it's like yeah that was a pivotal moment where people never saw that before right people never considered that before and the second you put that idea in somebody's mind and you can't you're not pulling that string back out I don't like the fact that never before have I ever felt like when I vote that I have to worry about the security of like my vote actually like not even like what whether it counts or not like that conversation aside like whether it actually gets submitted submitted yeah. whether it actually can be put in a position to potentially average something was not mm-hmm. something that we had to worry about before and now that is like the that is the concern before you even get to right and like i don't know why i mean i get why there was fear on the gop side of like doing it all mail in but i voted for the democratic primaries and it was fine. Yeah, you know, no, I've like, been doing I've been doing mail and by by mail and vote for the past like four years. I never had an issue. Yeah, and the fact all that local now, elections and everything. Yeah, and the fact that now that they're freaking out about it, like, I mean, it's a scare tactic. Let's be real here. Like that's <laughs> like yeah. that's borderline. Just like that's just voter intimidation. I just don't. Yeah. It's so discouraging when it comes from the top because they're the ones calling the shot and they're the ones again that right. are being okay. shown on TV and You're saying all these things. You're and that's like, standard. oh, no, I don't want to vote. Like, now it's just like, all right, we'll just leave it up to, I don't know, something. If there's anything that we've seen in the last four years, it's very much that whatever standard it's set by mm-hmm. the presidential candidate, like by the president C, is a standard that's set for the rest of the country. Yeah. Because if the president does something that is deemed as offensive or politically incorrect or do anything it yeah. creates space for everybody else to feel like they can do whatever they want and we've seen that in abundance in the last four years in four years. devastating and saddening ways that if nothing <laughs> else that is the cons- like that's the level where my concern comes from because the longer that this person is in office the less f's they're going to give about what comes out of their mouth even if that's even possible and not even the more it's going to encourage other people to do the same thing and like yeah. the thing that's annoying as hell at the end of the day is like he's not the he's not the brunt worker he's not the dirty worker. he's not gonna if something bad has to happen he's not gonna be the one to go out there and do it he's just he's the big like he's the talker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the people who who follow him are the people who will go out and do the dirty work that's being done right now is mm-hmm. all mind games and manipulation it's all verbal and Absolutely. like it's seeping into the brains of people who are willing to take action it takes it only takes one person to do that right i agree i mean you see and, the country you see what's right. like his and little- the level of devastation that's happened <laughs> in the last four years where the 
the situation the is becoming years, like how about last six months <laughs> that's like if we're doing shorter shorter spans of time and larger acts of concern mm-hmm, mm-hmm. another four years we're not gonna like, it's not gonna it's it just another another four years would be detrimental only because he knows this is his last go so right. he's like i'm not getting reelected. like all hell will break loose because like what is he gonna do mm-hmm. you know like and he's not, but again, at the end of the day, it's not him, right? I mean, it's everybody yeah. else who's like, he's not going to be in my, he, I won't have an excuse to get away with what I want to get away with anymore. Right. That's true. And that's also, what's concerning to me. And like, I was talking to one of my friends and not even just him, but like, I don't even know who's in his cabinet. People also don't know what the cabinet of like is, I feel like, <laughs> like the president's cabinet. <laughs> like the secretary of state I mean, but let's be let's be defense. realistic though that door is like been like this <laughs> the I know. Time. right the whole time but I again like, like if i can if i can google his cabinet i bet you it can be i like, feel like it's so much yeah. like wizard of ozing and like magic oh, shows. Yeah, like, exactly. look at me like look over here and don't look behind me or like look at this so that you yeah, don't absolutely. really know what's going on like that's what i feel like all of this yeah. has been like this mirage of distraction mm-hmm so that we don't, people who give a crap and want to know what's happening still don't know what's happening. No, because, yeah, it's, it's, it's all hush-hush, I feel like. Or something Which is, does. like, the exact opposite of what a democracy stands for. So, at the, like, the heart of that, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. don't understand. I think that we've, like, made this comment before. Like, we, whatever your preference for anyone who's listening whatever your preferences I mean because clearly you know what our preferences are (laughs) right like whatever your preferences and I think I said this in like a previous episode we don't care about like we're not gonna shame you or say anything ignorant because of who you you can vote for you can justify I think yeah I think if you can justify why you support or don't support xyz person I don't mind yeah and at the end of the day they're there are moments yeah. where I could sit back and be like, I could think of reasons why I wouldn't support support the person person that I'm likely going to vote for. But again, it's a lesser of two evils in my eyes. But yeah. like, we no, we. Uh, I don't care about what your political standings are until you hit a point where you are personally making decisions that are oppressing or hurting, or shaming yeah. or te- like intimidating other people. That's. And that's like a general rule that I live by, like a moral rule I that I live by. You do, you it's do like you. the same, you love who you want to love, right? Yeah, like you. vote who you want to vote for. I don't really care. But like the second that that person is choosing to do something that's hurting other people and you can stand behind that, that's when, you know, that's what I, need I can't be as open. Yeah, I even, I will listen to any explanation that they give. But if I can judge it based on like, all right, their explanation is like, shitty like i'm then i right if you tell me that you like if you were (laughs) going to tell me that you're a supporter for a reason that oppresses anybody based on race ethnicity if you should say that that stuff yeah don't say anything else like the conversation that's that's why i stop listening and you i'm not gonna tell you you don't have the right to feel that way that's totally fine because that's again based off of your experiences and what you were taught but that's not how i think and if we cannot agree on that we're not going to be we're not going to be over and let's talk about something else like i'll have a conversation with you right like if but it just gets messy it just like when people support people that 
are clearly oppressive <laughs> against like you know any marginalized you know group it gets yeah. messy because it's like how how can you possibly justify that stance right yeah. like educational like like I've, I've gotten like oh i support him because he's different i'm like all right can you expand on that like what do you mean like oh because he's a businessman not a politician i was like all right but politicians i remember that initial i remember that initial thought when he first stepped into the ring everyone was like wow we're gonna get something different because he's never I can been smell that a mile away though i was like but he's he's never like been in good. politics i remember all of he's that good and then i man, right right but again like ex exactly like that's what <laughs> the, he, the reasons that he got to be where he got to be as a businessman is because he stole and cheated and lied and like so his why? dad was the better businessman anyway yeah, and he tried to scam. Did you hear like the? Did you ever hear any of the interviews about the book that his mother wrote about him? His mother or his, his niece, because his niece just wrote one. And oh, out. the one that his mom wrote about him. No, he, I just like, I tried to scam his, his entire family out of the inheritance that they were supposed to get from his father. I can, I can, I have, I haven't heard it, but I can see that. So like, that's great, but like, you, this is why you need to have context, like actual context to the things that are the things that we're hearing and seeing and. I, I like I like get the whole we need someone different like obviously right duh but if you're basing it off of someone that has never been in not even federal like not even like he hasn't been in local government like you know like yeah. he he just has money um not like I can't believe I really couldn't believe I still remember 2016 election night <laughs> like I just when when his votes kept like his like world college votes kept going up I was like I can't believe that people oh, felt yeah. for his, that was all of us we were like his whole his whole thing like oh i'm different we'll make america great again i was like isn't america great already like i just don't you know and that like, was my favorite part was the afterwards and everybody was like what part of great america are you going to go back to because some of the we've yeah, dealt like, with some shit back then. like i was like that, again, was, another, like, that was like one of the most it? amusing parts and like it's funny because um that's still his stance right like make america yeah. great again like he's yeah. people are still wearing those hats thinking that like all right it's been four years isn't america great now like he did his time like one would think that like if you're standing for something one year uh during your election period or whatever you would think that by the time your election like your four-year period is over like you made it great again right but, like you're different you're you still, made your difference and you made your point you're, you're still campaigning with that same campaign slogan so you clearly haven't done what you thought you were going to do if you're but still this is also a big part of why like <sighs> right now the second that you bring the second that you bring up make america great again it directly attaches to like slavery and in, in my like in you can directly see who what here. kind of person right that latches yeah. onto it and it's like, I feel it in my chest as a businessman too. Like he, this is how, again, if you don't understand the way that like the economics of our society works, like if you're thinking, let's go back to a time when like there wasn't recessions or there, like there's, that's the there's cycle of economics. There's never not a recession. So like, you can't go back to that. If you're going to go back to when, like the, the ways that I think about it, and, and this is because people, I've heard people say these things is like, let's go back to when immigrants weren't taking our jobs. Like, first of all, you, you came from immigrants, stop talking. And then, like, unless you're Native like, American, relation. you're an immigrant. Right, right. I don't care but, how many generations of American you are. You came here somehow and was not born here. Your DNA is immigrant. <laughs> like that's <laughs> like that's what matters. Like your DNA is not from here. Like your even DNA, if you're like sprout from the ground. Even if you're one of our founding fathers, was your great great whatever. 
they also came from England. Like, <laughs> like everything you're saying is false. And even right. so, they're not. We're actually not. <laughs> like, we're not taking your jobs. And like that, <laughs> right? Again, because at the oh, we're not so taking like your jobs. The jobs that are people being bring... taken are actually being just overseas outsourced. And it's, it's not like you're again. You're blaming something that's wrong with the system. With the, that's wrong with what your country has on the people who are coming and trying to make something better. Like that's just all crap. So like that's when someone says that or like I see that hat in my mind based on the, like the context that have come or the responses that have come from it and the people the things that people say in regards to it I immediately like it makes me uncomfortable because yeah, then I think like, in I some way shape or form that you are like an elitist that yeah, you want to have yourself set up to be better and like the only reason why you look up to him is because he is a rich white man and that yeah, you that, that doesn't are, you somehow like want to be right you, you somehow want to be what you want to have what he has and you believe that by the graces of God, that if you vote for him, he's going to somehow make you a wealthy white man too. Like, and that's guess what? He didn't. And he, he didn't. And guess what? He actually screwed all of us over during COVID because he only gave us $1,200 for six months and still continuing. Whereas other countries have been giving people allowances every two weeks for, you know, hundreds of dollars. So really, he didn't make America great again, is my whole thing. And I can't believe, I think that's his, his campaign slogan. And if you're campaigning the same campaign that you did four years ago you clearly didn't do your job right well not even like, like if you're focused on the past and not looking towards the future you shouldn't be leading us you're gonna lead us backwards which is literally what's been happening the past four years in every argument that's yeah. related to politics we've just gone backwards i feel like and, and even so the people who are even, standing up are fighting to push forwards while we're working against people who are trying to go backwards and whoever gets elected in november there will be a recession but you know if he does not get reelected, he's going to blame the Democratic Party for a recession. But as someone oh, yeah. that is slightly knowledgeable in the very slightly knowledgeable in the stock market and have been talking to people that are like knowledgeable in the stock market, our stocks right now are very inflated, which means that they're they're valued at a higher value that they should be right now. Mm. So within months, those will tank. And I can believe that by November, it will be around election time. So either way, it's going to tank because I don't know how the stock market is doing so well during COVID when there are no That's jobs. <laughs> right. And it's an I illusion hearing, that the, uh, was, there's, a, there's an illusion happening right now in, in the economy. And I feel like. Yeah. I was hearing things about how um, like companies, because companies are afraid of losing some of their best people because of COVID, they've like increased their, their wages. And I'm thinking to myself, how is that? It's not intuitive. How is that possible when their returns are lower? You would think right now because it did dip, like the stock market dipped in the very beginning of COVID, like March, obviously, right? Because like it just hit us like a fucking tsunami. Like it just like went, it wiped everyone out. But you would think that it would keep going down because like jobs are getting, people are still out of jobs. Like, right. And and no one's buying things. Like the, I don't know how the economy is surviving and, and like thriving the way that it's being seen on you know the stock market which yeah. makes us or either at the end of the day even if it is like able to keep going because people are spending money mm-hmm. they're not the level of income isn't happening so at no. some point that well's going to dry up and it's going to happen as a result of that right so like at at some point there's going to be an iceberg and the boat's going to hit it whether we hit it already and we're just slowly leaking out as we're going or we just we thought we hit it and we didn't really Right. So, I mean, 
there's something happening either yeah. obviously things are happening like obviously we can't deny that but come election day like i feel like there's a recession everything's gonna, in the works yeah everything's like, gonna like the crack is gonna like bust open mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah, matter it doesn't like economic wise like it doesn't matter i don't think who's gonna get elected it's gonna happen eventually like i don't yeah, know if it's and there's gonna be as bad as 2008 um with the bubble but um i don't yeah. know we'll but it's gonna be another one uh, yet on this the title of this episode is it's too late um it's gonna be another <laughs> one of those moments where whoever whoever's in the position to have to do something about it it was should have been taken care of at the beginning of this year so it, it it's been taken like, care it's, of we're just watching so much of what we've seen happening this year and like in everything related to what we've talked about today is a lot of like we just are seeing the consequences of poor what decisions that were whether they were made by our founding fathers or mm. they were made by people in the beginning of this year like we are watching the consequences unfold every single yeah. day that agree. is like very when, yeah it's terrifying when rbg passed away like i my phone blew up i was like Fuck. yeah like and for people that don't understand the the uh the legacy that she left behind and like you know like her importance in american politics even though she's not a politician and, like, the levels of engagement she had mm-hmm. like if, if in people like she was just engaged in people like she just wanted right. people like the better of people quality she wanted equality yeah. for women and as a woman <laughs> like the loss of her and she fought for equality till her deathbed yeah. is what it is um but if you weren't struck by her death then you clearly don't know the significance of our government <laughs> like i feel yeah. at the end point like if you if you're like, oh, that sucks, like, all right, like, Supreme Court, like, that sucks. Like, you clearly don't understand her policies and her dissenting opinions and, like, her stances on things and how that changed our reproductive rights and, you know, anti-discrimination stuff, like, for women. Yeah, and it'll be really sad when you can't appreciate it when we have it, but you'll grieve the loss of it when you see what else happens now you know what i mean like what yeah, could she balanced out now? that court she balanced out yeah. she didn't really balance out but like she made her opinions known yeah in the supreme yeah. court and you know thankfully she swung some votes from the conservatives these past like couple decades she was in the court so it's like she played a big role granted yeah. granted like you shouldn't <laughs> she was like 87 like an eight-year-old <laughs> woman just like <laughs> She is the one that's making a difference in our gov- in our Supreme Court. Like, and yeah. granted, I'm not belittling the other justices, like obviously, but she's been so outspoken in her whole career that like that's the first person you yeah. think of in that court system. Um, but it's so fucked up how like just one person, and now we're like, fuck, our government is screwed. Like, it should be all of Congress, yeah. <laughs> all the courts. There like, should be another. There should be another point guard on that team that we could go to. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like now, like now, who? Like, all right. Like, it shouldn't just be. But like that again. It's like the president. Like, it's one person. Like twenty years from now, when we go back and we watch these videos, and we're like, "Well, this is what the world was like," because we're so, like, in it. You know what I mean? Like, we are in the crap of like this gen. Like, we are well into it. Like, our parents dealt with wars. And like we're dealing with war, wars and we're, wars on our ground, and like all levels of different types of battles are happening up in this crap. And like yeah. we are in the like prime time, 
the, the, the crap country. of the crap. Have you ever heard of like the um the analogies of like the lotus flower? Um no. Uh no. <laughs> so like lotus flowers in like yoga philosophy and like Hindu philosophy are they only will bloom in like mud and like they mm. they, they feed off of like disgusting things so that they can flourish. Yeah. Like we are in the gross of everything right now and like I'm yeah. hopeful that there will be like a beautiful flower that emerges one day. But okay. but I, I would really like for soon. us to still be alive when yeah, that I flower mean, happens. Whether whether the earth That's what I'm hoping like I'm hmm. whether whether the, the earth with climate change takes us or some form of other disruption. Did you ever us? so this is one of my all time favorite Disney movies is Hercules. Oh, that's Hercules? in my top three. Yeah. Like, just for all reasons, for the music, for the characters, for, for the storyline, so, so many things. <laughs> and um, for some reason, you know, oh, what are they even called? Like those, those like god, those like big, scary gods he has to battle. What are they called? They're from Greek mythology. It's gonna bother my brain. Um, Ones that like Zeus brings out, the, or Hades, uh, and it helps escape from like the other another realm. The ones that were like locked away for like years and years under yeah, the underworld yeah. and the guy They're escaped. called something. What are they called? <laughs> I don't I don't know what they're called though. I can literally just see the scene of like they're the like cage coming out and they're all like, and, like climbing and going after like, that's yeah. I feel like when my anxiety is set in and like when I have some nightmares, like I feel like Hercules, like not to say like that I'm here on any way to form, but like like the people like all that are alive right now are Hercules and like all of these like seven crazy things are like coming after us all yeah. at once. Like that's yeah. that's how it feels. And like every direction, yeah, absolutely. Like we don't have the capabilities or the strength or like the anything to stand up, like to do anything about it. No, because it all is just coming at us. Like that's every every day. There's something. How it feels. It's like a, the same analogy, right? It's all these monsters that we've kept as a country have kept, and like race and existence of human beings have kept locked away in another realm trying to ignore for years and years and years and years and every time we saw them become relevant we just like push them back down again and it hits it just hits a point where all seven monsters together right like not seven but like all monsters together are more powerful than we are yep and like they are going to over like overwhelm us they are overwhelming us it's it's overwhelming us right now Right. And like, we just, you still have to find the way to overcome it. And like, the more that we fight with each other, the less we're going to do that. And it's just, I just don't understand why we're fighting. What are we fighting against? (laughs) Like, people don't understand that. And like, that's the, that is the disheartening part. Do I think it's possible for like human beings to overcome all of this stuff? Yes. Do I think that it's going to take like a lot of love and a lot of understanding and a lot of self-work that people don't want to do? Yes. Do I think that we've been in a position where, like, we act like there's such a split between, like, the people who are willing to do that and the people who judge the people who do that? Like, that's the only ends of that spectrum. Like, you're either somebody who has that awareness and you're willing to accept your flaws and you're trying to work through them and you want to be more understanding and you want to be better in that way. Or there are people who are so, had the door so closed on that and they're so judgmental about people who do that. Like, at the end of the day, we're not fighting based we're not fighting based on political decisions. We're not fighting based on race. We're not fighting based on religion. We're not fighting based on like belief in science or not belief in science. It's the people who are willing to be aware and learn and try and, and be loving and be empathetic are fighting against the people who are resisting that. Like that's, 
because everything else is like superficial and is mm -hmm. fake and not real. Like yeah. at the end of the day, like your energies and the person that you are on the inside and like the soul of your being, right? Like your actual self, mm -hmm. our actual selves are what's fighting. We're just putting a bunch of these like filters on top of it to give us Absolutely. an excuse to say that why we should. Right. Agreed. And until that changes, we're going to keep doing this. Absolutely. Agreed. <laughs> So that is why Maria get on here. Maria and I get on here and like, we talk about these things and like, we make each other like have to get, and like I said last, like last week, like we make ourselves be in these situations that feel uncomfortable. And we have these conversations knowing that people aren't going to agree with us. And that's totally fine. But like we, more people need to start showing up in so many different ways and talking about these things so that we can realize and show other people that you can do this and be okay. And it is the only way that we're going to like forward it's the only way we're gonna have a future like literally like you said Maria like the earth at the end of the day we have no we don't whatever power we have against each other we have no power against like the earth and yeah like New York comes down like we're all left yeah if these storms keep going the way that they're they're going with the, like the, I saw today that there's like six of them in the Atlantic Ocean right now like like yeah. mega storms and like if this keeps going we're not like nothing it doesn't matter like none of this exist. political <laughs> conversation matters it's we so irrelevant so yeah. it's like why what are we fighting against like what are we fighting against each other for <laughs> like in, in like the political sphere like why is it all of a sudden so far left versus so far right mm -hmm. right like what is where is the distrust coming from like in the presidential it's election that this came to this like we're a laughing stock in the fucking world and again yeah from Obama to him, like, and I didn't fully agree with 100% of Obama's, like, things, but also, like, no, me either. rather, like, who did? Who did? Like, and, like, I can't remember, and I don't know if I was just oblivious, but I don't remember his following being this obnoxious. <laughs> like, I'm not, and even beforehand, like, I don't remember Bush's followers being obnoxious. Like, it, it always just had to be, like, all right, he's a president, and it's not, like, all right, our president. Or it didn't go, it didn't go past. It didn't go past, I, I voted for there, Obama, period. Right, it, it didn't go past, like, like, language. Like, I, right. I would, there were moments where, like, people would have, like, they would say things, right, or they would have a specific belief that came out of their mouth, but the amount of taking action towards belittling or endangering the lives of somebody who's not, mm -hmm. that I never saw before. No, it's outward violence. Like, it's, right, it's, right, like, literally either way whoever wins there's gonna be violence <laughs> like like I don't know if we're safe is the issue I think that's what the the fear stems from for November for the people that are following politics and have yeah. strong opinions is that we don't know if we're safe either way <laughs> yeah it's so. funny I was having a conversation last night um with like somebody that we work with and we're friends with safety is a general issue that I have like I've had in like in my life is like a sense of like I have trust issues so like I as, I generally don't feel yeah. safe as and a POC we, I think safety is like as any general BIPOC like person like I think safety is our number one concern right <laughs> and it's it's interesting to me because we were talking to somebody who's uh who's essentially from Africa mm -hmm. and she was saying how she grew up in a place where you know, like thieves were common and people were constantly breaking yeah. into each other's houses and she never really felt safe. And she's telling us stories about like people in her family getting robbed and like clear ass daylight. And it mm -hmm. was like, I was sitting there just going to myself. I was like, okay, well, I was like, that's, that explains why you would feel unsafe, right? Like 
that's yeah. terrible. Absolutely. And she would say like, and, but she was like, and she was like, I'm not mad at people who did that because we came from like, we lived in poverty. Like everyone lived in poverty. If you didn't steal, you had nothing to do. So like you had nowhere to feed your family. So like she, it was a clear, mm-hmm. I feel this way because of this and hers streamlined made total sense. And I'm right. sitting thinking to myself and I'm like, I have no reason to feel unsafe, but the levels of, mani- you know what I mean? Like, like legitimately, yeah. like never, none of that stuff ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I don't have the right to feel unsafe, but like compared to her story, like she had literal things that were happening to make her feel unsafe. I like that made sense. And to me, I'm thinking to myself, I've never been in a situation to that caliber where I had any reason to feel unsafe. But Mm -hmm. you take the the levels of manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. Then you add in the expectancies that are pushed that have been pushed on me about being a female, about being this, about being whatever. You take all of that and it's like, this is what has been done. Like this is the thing that were seeped into you about why you should feel unsafe. And now you take all of that and you put it out into like a place where you, as a citizen, right? Like you should feel like you have a level of safety in Mm -hmm. in enacting a right that you have in making a choice and feeling like there's some solid foundation for you to stand on. Yeah. And that just like ripped out from underneath you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. That's just but it's yeah it's bs for anybody to live in this country for any reason and have any level of feeling like based on something that's coming from above there's a level of a like unsafety but then you can let our country preaches is literally the opposite but you can also it sucks because when you flip it the supporters also feel like they're unsafe and right exactly that's that's the problem we're unsafe together and mad at each other and telling each other that we're the reason why we're unsafe and then we send people overseas to fight for the reasons that we have to feel secure and safe and we that's not even the case anymore right and i think the problem with like his supporters that have been so vocal for the past four years and continue to be vocal and will continue to be vocal until he probably dies honestly is the fact that their whole I don't know their issue. I don't know, their stance. I guess is that they were unsafe in this country, and and seeing the general population of that, it's not everyone. It's not hundred percent of his followers, but like a majority of his followers are cis white men. I was like white people. <laughs> you can just say it. <laughs> the truth. Straight white men, straight white female, whatever. What were you unsafe of, like for? Like what? Because when you when you get an answer from them on what they felt unsafe, like from like what their safety issues were, it's clear discrimination. <laughs> like oh yeah, oh it's yeah, clear, it's it's so violent and it's so uncalled for. And those and are the isn't people it, that are isn't it around super interesting that this is like this is why I I'm not saying that something is right for something being wrong, but I think it's extremely hypocritical people to, who all of a sudden feel people who are white and have privileges to take actions that are violent and be like it's because I'm unsafe to criticize anybody who's not white any and person who's any other color any other race and be like the second they get angry the second they get vocal about being uncomfortable they don't have the right to do that and they're doing it wrong that whole <laughs> thing it's just like you've been uncomfortable you what, the last yeah. 20 years maybe the last five years of your life like you're talking about generations of discomfort, generations of oppression, and you're telling people they don't. 
but what you said, the heart of what you said, yes. People are <laughs> yeah. taking action and doing, you either take action based on fear or you based on love. And right. I'm a total believer of that. Yeah. I mean, I agree completely. Absolutely. It's so just... like people are, there's, this is a lot of taking action on fear because people don't know what's going to happen. And like you said, they already feel unsafe for whatever reason they have. And not to say that you don't have the right to be unsafe. If you feel I'm unsafe, not saying your, you don't like, I don't know your life, right? Like I don't right. know your life, but if you're, if someone comes up to me, like one of them and like, I have a conversation with them and like, you know, it's going fine and whatever. And the reason why you voted for so-and-so and why you still, you know, support his rhetoric is because you feel unsafe, like your safety compared to, or like you feel unsafe because of something discriminatory, like, you know, immigrants are like, you know, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter and shit, like it's, it just invalidates it. It's just now you're just being an oppressor <laughs> like now 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 you're now your rhetoric and your stance in this earth in this citizenship of the united states is you're just being an oppressor that's the scarier the scarier part to me right is like sometimes you you they like you can just make yourself look uneducated by saying things like that but then you take somebody who really comprehensively does have an understanding of the history of this country and still has that stance then you're like well then why for what other reason what now like now now it just clearly shows that that's like you have nothing else that's getting if you're educated and you still take the, the that stance and you really yeah. understand and you have the like you either lack the ability to be empath empathetic and considerate right and it's those people right like it's those people if you're saying to me it's because i voted for him because of his economic policies i can't fault you with that what am i gonna like that's fair like i'm not gonna say anything to you because like all right, we'll have a conversation about economic policies and we'll just, you know, discuss and whatever. But if you're saying you voted for him because you felt unsafe and it's very, like, an oppressive standpoint, then I, I will fault you with that. Then that's when I get mad. Yeah. I don't mind, obviously, economic policies. I don't mind if you're talking about, you know, your Second Amendment rights. That's also a thing that's very political. Like, if you voted for him because of that, fine. But again, if you're just being racist, I can't. Like, there's no, there's no room for me to even, like, you know, hear what you're saying. And that's the, that's the interesting thing, too, is that you don't have to blatantly say, like, you are not as good as me, or I don't think these people are as good as I am to yeah. be racist. You at all saying in any way, shape, or form that you're unsafe and that your safety is more important than the safety of somebody of color Okay, who are actually being right like yours being you're, you're, racist. that's like, actually you might, racist <laughs> right like whether you realize that or not I, that way is worse because you might not even realize that it's actually racist for you to say it that way because you're taking it right. from the standpoint of i and again part of the problem is that you are so worried about yourself and don't have the ability to be sympathetic to or empathetic to somebody else's experiences people just don't level I of awareness it takes to actually sit down and be like well how do i feel and like, are you, uh, do I think you're a terrible person if like you have a moment where you feel that way? No, I think that you were probably taught that. That was your experiences. Right. It you is, becomes your responsibility. Deeper. Right. It becomes your responsibility to then do something about it afterwards. Right. Because I've, I know very close friends of mine that grew up in households that just racist. <laughs> like, let's just be blunt, like blunt here. Like their parents are racist, but it took them realizing and being put in positions where they have friends, they have coworkers, they have colleagues that are not white or not of their race to figure out that what they've been taught for so long is wrong. 
And like that takes a lot of time and effort on their part. And probably these people didn't have, it's the people that are in like the Midwest, let's be real here. And like the Southern states that like aren't in like a diverse community that don't have the capacity, like the mental capacity to even think about other races because all they see is one. I think that's the issue, right? Like the fact that you're not exposed to other races and other cultures, like in a country that has all the races and cultures possible like in the world yeah. and not being exposed to it and only thinking about yourself is is the problem <laughs> is why this happened this would be so much easier if we all just had chips in our brains by now and then i could be blissfully unaware unaware and just ignorant right like just blissfully <laughs> ignorant like yeah, yeah it would be yeah. so much easier to just be ignorant to things I, no i think it's so much easier if you're a kid because then you don't it doesn't affect you this goes back to learning civics in seventh grade like it doesn't really affect you so why do you care and then you like, become an adult and you're like, oh. Like, fuck, I should have listened. Either way, whatever happens in politics, Marie and I will be here. Complaining about breaking, it. Or, yeah, like, I'll, complaining I'll about, it, about it either way. Breaking like, shit apart. Yeah. That's the wonders of this country, right? Is that whatever decisions are made, we've got something to say about them. Either, either way. way. And again, like, I can't talk to anyone that if their opinion is just oppressive in any sort, then I can't help you. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I will talk to Trump supporters if they're, if it's because their economic policies are different from the Democratic Party. Like, that's fine. I've had those conversations. It's not a big deal. But if you're telling me that your sole reason why you voted for him is because of oppressive ideas, then I, again, I, I cannot. <laughs> End of story. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> so, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> Everyone watch that documentary. Uh, if you want, it's called RBG. It's very good. Oh, it, it literally explains why the Supreme Court, well, it doesn't really all explain, but it explains why the Supreme Court is very uh, important. Yeah, and the processes. power that it holds within our government processes. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully in the next week or two, we will have more people on, more guests. If you guys enjoy um, the episodes that we've done in the past, we've had quite a few guests on our show. Yeah. Until this point. Um, if you enjoy, yes, we have more people lined up. So if you enjoy um, ha us having guests on, please let us know. Show them some love. Marie, and have fun. I will see you next week. Okay, bye. All right, bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening or watching us or however you take However you consume your media. This, ooh, I like that. You're going to save that. All right, yeah. adios. Bye.